Hello and welcome to Peggy's Pearls Podcast. I am Dr. Peggy, your host. Today I want to continue our conversation about rebuilding. And you know there's an aspect that often comes up in the rebuilding process known as guilt. Yes, guilt associated with rebuilding. Have you ever experienced feeling guilty for no good reason or cause? Do you not know that the decision to rebuild your life is equivalent to deciding to swim upstream while everyone else is swimming with the currents? And they may be laughing at you for the choices you have made to go against the grain and to choose the road that is less traveled. Guilt has diverse meanings. However, for this conversation, I want to emphasize the guilt one may experience that is associated with the rebuilding process in which they are totally innocent. It's not associated with the verdict of breaking the law of the land. Guilt feelings of uh, deserving blame, especially for imagined offenses or a form or sense of inadequacy is a form of self-reproach. Self-reproach. So consider for a moment the guilt of self-reproach, which arrives in the expression of self-criticism for one's attitudes, for one's behavior, for one's responses, or one's non-responsive actions to a specific circumstance or events. There are several Hebrew and Greek words in the Bible that give us several definitions uh, for the word guilt according to the specific usages in each passage of Scripture. But uh, there is one that speaks about worthy of death, and we're not going to be talking about guilty in the sense of being worthy of death tonight or um there's another definition that is called under judgment or guilt to a debtor or someone who uh, does not render payment. Let's think about this under judgment, under judgment. When I think about guilt as uh, being under judgment, it uh, speaks to the fact that we can be under our own judgment when allowing the emotion of guilt to interfere with the valuable process of rebuilding uh, one's life, as well as under the judgment of the enemy, under the judgment of your enemy. So let's think about that for a little while, which is, uh, you know, either a divine or self-guided decision made. I'm talking about the rebuilding process. It's usually a divine or self-guided decision that is made on the basis of of need to repair what has been damaged, what's been destroyed, or even what may have been wounded. And so sometimes self-doubt and fear can rear its ugly head in the form of guilt. Yeah, they're related. 
<laughs> and you know, guilt can become false guilt. And it can become accusations, accusing one's self, self, or really just listening to the accusations of others. Um, because, you know, we are feeling something that may be projected on us for the purpose of blocking or hindering the rebuilding process. So we have to take into consideration why is the guilt here? Why am I feeling guilty? What is the root? What is the cause of what I am experiencing? You know, in recent uh, podcasts, we referenced Nehemiah in the Bible and the fact that he he had gathered a team together to go to Jerusalem and rebuild the walls. And of course, he was met. He was met with obstacles. He was met with uh, false accusations. He was met with so many things to stop the work, to stop the work. Um, And, you know, although he was strong and although he was understanding of what was happening and what was going on, Those who were working under him were hearing these things that were being fed to them on a daily basis. And can you imagine some of the guilt (laughs) that these, uh, these words, these accusations, uh, the intimidation, the guilt that was uh, spreading among those who were working. And of course, Nehemiah had to stand in the face of opposition to encourage those who were working, who were building to continue that process. And that's why I'm here. I want you to continue the process. I want you to know and understand that if self-guilt has reared his ugly head in your life to prevent you from continuing to rebuild your life, I want you to know that you are worth rebuilding. I want you to know that this is a product of sometimes ourselves and sometimes our enemy. And you know, the enemy will use people who submit themselves to him. But let's think about this, okay? In the case with Nehemiah, and you know, we probably could take a look at ourselves also in this area. Sometimes we're feeling guilty for not making the decision to rebuild sooner. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes we beat ourselves up with that in mind. Instead of just focusing on what we're doing, the here and the now, sometimes we're thinking about the fact that, you know, I should have started this process a long time ago. Why did I wait so long? Why did I allow myself to be in such a a state of (laughs) needing repair before I saw what was happening or what was going on? Okay? So that's one thing that, uh, we can think about as it relates to Nehemiah and ourselves. The guilt for not making the decision to rebuild sooner. I always say everything happens in its own time. A 
another thing that uh, Nehemiah could have dealt with was guilt for having the opportunity to rebuild when others did not, when others could not come and be involved in this process. Or as I think about us, perhaps we're thinking, oh, my friend over there need this really bad. But she or he are not doing anything to rebuild. As a matter of fact, they really don't have the opportunity because they have not come to the realization that they actually need to rebuild. Then there's the guilt that may come from removing rubbish that included toxic waste as well as what one might consider relics that no longer served, that no longer served us. Yeah, there can be guilt in that process as well. And then uh, there could be uh, guilt because you're breaking free. You're breaking free from a defective tradition, something that you have held on to all of this time. And you realize that it was defective thinking, defective traditions, and you could possibly feel guilty for breaking away. Yeah, breaking away from and with tradition. There could also be guilty, guilt rather, because of the intimidation of false accusations or even slander as Nehemiah faced, there could be guilt feelings resulting from these things. And you know, sometimes they may come from someone who's very close, very dear, someone we love and care about, that these things are coming at us or proceeding out of their mouth. They are allowing their mouth to be used to intimidate they may be allowing their mouths to be used to present false accusations or to even slander, to simply keep us from rebuilding our lives. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And when I think about the rebuilding process that brings us closer to our Lord, it is so worth pressing over all of the guilt all of the sayings, all of the naysayers, everything that's coming our way, all right? So there could be a guilt because others are saying that you're wrong or that you should not be doing what you're doing. Ever had that before? I know I have experienced it before. And sometimes there is just guilt for the sake of feeling guilty. And that, of course, is self-guilt that we're talking about. So just think about uh, Nehemiah and all of the things that he experienced with himself as well as with those who were doing the work. He had to become an encourager. And you must be an encourager of yourself. You must be the one who affirm and reaffirm yourself that this is false guilt that you're dealing with, which is, a fe- a, which is feeling guilty when you are actually innocent. 
So you must speak to yourself. You must speak to the guilt that is plaguing you and that is trying to stop you. You see, the emotion of guilt has a positive side as well as a negative side. And sometimes that is where the confusion comes in because we are accustomed to feeling guilty when we have sinned or we have done an injustice or something wrong. And, of course, that guilt leads us to repentance. Yeah, leads us to repentance and back back to the arms of God. So we're accustomed to uh, those sides of guilt. But you must remember that even though you've heard it said many times that someone has a guilty conscience, that may not be the situation that you are dealing with dealing with right now in that process of rebuilding your life, rebuilding relationships, rebuilding a healthier you. So it's good to be reminded when we are headed in the wrong direction and thinking the wrong thoughts or having an impaired perspective Guilt then becomes a checkpoint. However, when you are innocent, it could become uh, something that torments you. So keep in mind that we're all guilty when we stand before our holy God, who is guiltless, but he, he fixed that. He paid the price for our sins. So I'm going to ask you, What do you do when you discover you are struggling with false guilt or self-guilt? What do you do? I'm going to suggest a few things here based on Nehemiah and what I saw in his personality of rebuilding. Nehemiah was aware of what was happening and what was going on. He was watchful. He was prayerful. He was bold. He was bold in dealing with the spirit of of fear that had entered the camp. Yes, entered the camp and caused all of the workers to begin to self-doubt. So, number one, you need to affirm yourself and know who you are. Deal with the spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That is an indication that when we are overcome or consumed with fear, we no longer have power, we no longer have love, and we no longer have sound mind. So we want to make sure we keep those things so that we can fight the good fight of faith, okay? The second thing I would suggest is that you evaluate and distinguish between false guilt and self-imposed guilt. Are you dealing with false guilt, self-imposed guilt, or is it true guilt? Evaluate. Make the distinction between those different types of guilt. The third thing I would suggest is that you be aware of your innocence and speak boldly against the spirit of intimidation. 
You know when you're innocent. Yes, we all know when we're innocent. Sometimes we allow others to talk us into uh, feeling guilty and thinking that we are guilty of something when in actuality we are not. The fourth thing I would suggest is that you pray for God's assurance and courage to defeat the spirit of guilt. Ask God. Sometimes we have not because we do not ask. And the fifth and final thing I would suggest is that you also distinguish between the origins of the guilt you are experiencing or feeling. Yes, there is an origin to guilt. The enemy sometimes is ourselves. That means it comes from us. Self-guilt, yes, it comes from us. Sometimes it comes from the enemy who will use others to falsely accuse you. And sometimes it is true guilt, which means that this is coming from the Holy Spirit. And it may be something that you need to pay attention to that you need to correct. All right. I want you to always remember that you are a pearl of great value and you are worth the necessary work of rebuilding every area of your life that it has a was impaired, weakened, wounded, damaged, destroyed, whatever it was that needs to be rebuilding. You are worth it. So, Deal with the guilt. See it as another attempt to stop you or to slow you down from the rebuilding process. I'm Dr. Peggy, and I just want to remind you that one pearl per day can keep the devil at bay. God bless you. Thank you.